In the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed in a moment. Hello and welcome to In a Moment. I'm author and runner Matthew Pope, your host, and I wanted to take a break from the scheduled reading of Greatest of These and actually discuss with my viewers, my my listeners, uh, on an important topic for today. This is this only applies for today, although the biblical lessons behind it apply for a lifetime. Um, but this is something that I wanted to speak on, something I felt the Holy Spirit was drawing me to. Um, and so this episode is, is going to be one segment only. A very quick uh, and brief outline, if you will, brief examination of the things that are happening. Um, but today is an important day. Um, we had Epiphany this past weekend, and this is the time where, um, literally, after 2020, after perfect vision, if we shall say, um, the commonplace statement there. But we can say with the church's liturgical confession. Um, that this is the light of the world that we're seeing. The light of the world is Jesus Christ. This is the vision uh, that Simeon was given, the wise men were given, uh, Anna, the prophetess, were given. This is the vision that we have as Christians, that Christ is the light of the world. And as so long as he was in the world, he was the light. Now we are the individual lights ourselves. This is something that we must understand for today. This is a pivotal time. Politics included and politics aside, this is still an important day. One, it's an important day because you were created. Those that are born today were created by God, eventually to know and love and serve God. You were recreated, perchance today. You were born again today, saved today by the blood of Christ to love and know and serve God yourself. But today is a day because for all of us, it's a second chance and a chance to restart, especially in a new year in 2021. It's a chance for us to begin again. But what is happening in D.C. is an interesting cacophony of things. Politics, included in politics aside, as said just a minute ago, we must include all things when we're evaluating humanity and morality and, and the state of this country. We've seen a general election that's happened with the presidential candidates and results there of the voting and alleged voted fraud, voting fraud, uh, fraudulent elections uh, held throughout, and the retaining of votes, and the excluding of votes, and ballot harvesting, and transporting of ballots, and those things. And we've seen the church respond during a pandemic as it's shuttered and closed. We've seen uh, Democratic governors and mayors inflict wrath upon the church as far as tight COVID restrictions and on small businesses and local economies. And what we're seeing now is a revolt. What we're seeing now is a, is a day not to incite a riot or to be in favor of a riot or to influence masses to riot. But we're seeing the cataclysmic results of sin and an immorality that seems to be taking hold of America, a socialist ideal, a socialist dream. We've been seeing it for the last four years as candidates have prepared themselves for the recent election in last November. And we're seeing a church do nothing about it. Churches that can't meet. Churches that, that can't do outreach. That can't find their members. Their members are afraid. Their pastors are afraid. Everyone's afraid. The masks are donned. And they're not coming off. And we're seeing isolationist tactics. And while all of this is building up, 
the capital, the center of America, the, the, the brain trust is being destroyed. The interior of our moral fabric is being shredded and ripped apart. Those that claim they follow the Constitution are not. Those that claim they believe the Constitution don't. Those that claim the Constitution stands, they don't stand for it or the pledge or the banner. What are we to do? As Christians, we look to Christ. Yes, we've heard that. Many pastors and Christian friends of mine have said, the hope is still in Jesus, and I don't look to a candidate for my Savior or for salvation. And that's true. We don't. That's an implied and inferred statement. Of course you don't. Christ is not a political candidate. Christ is not a political party. He's not Republican. He's not Democrat. He's not independent. He's not the Green Party, the Reform Party. He's not Libertarian. He's none of those things. Christ is the mediator of all of our sins. That's what he truly is, the true Savior and true God, the true light. But what we don't understand is that we take for granted the Electoral College. We take for granted the electorate altogether. We take for granted our votes. We take for granted our says. If we can vote in the church, which we have church governance, people vote in the church, people vote on committee, on what we can have consistory. Consistory is what I have at my local church. We vote there. But what we don't understand is that the vote, our, our literal say as people, as Americans, as Christians, is under attack. It's being ripped away from us. We, we don't have the say anymore. We don't have the vote. And if the election was fraudulent, if this was one piece of a fraudulent system that didn't work, then we're all in danger. And in the mesh with COVID, in the mesh with restrictions and lockdowns and all of these things that resemble a socialist nation, a communist dictatorship, then we're all in trouble. So then even more, Jesus is our hope. Because the same ones that say they're Christian, but yet don't look to politics, don't examine politics, aren't aware of politics, don't vote, choose not to vote, are the same ones that will be caught up in the, the wrath and the wave and the tide of the political and cultural unrest that'll happen. They'll be the blind leading the blind. They'll be the ones swallowed up. So be aware. Today is an interesting day. Today may be a dark day and a beginning of a dark series of days for another presidential term. When we vote for a candidate that is extreme on the issues of abortion, extreme on the issues of same-sex marriage, extreme on the issues of LGBTQIA+, extreme on the issues of defunding the police, extreme on the issues of Black Lives Matter, extreme on the issues of climate change and climate control, extreme on the issues of immigration, extreme on the issues of not punishing foreign nations for their misdeeds or evil, extreme on the issues of destabilizing our military, then we have an issue. That affects the church. Those are moral issues. Extreme on the issue of putting a moratorium on the death penalty. Extreme on the issue of not having evidence brought forth when there's evident election fraud. That's an issue. If we become a country of liars, then the lake of fire is where we'll be going because that's what's made for the, for liars. Revelation says that explicitly. The scripture has to be taken seriously as Christians. We must know that the word of God and the word of faith stands. And we understand that we react to the world by, by the Bible. 
That is what we use. That's our proof text. And to overlook issues, because I'm focused on my Bible. I'm not looking at another issue right now. I'm not looking at something outside of the Bible because I'm so focused on the Bible. Then that's a problem. Then you don't have hindsight and you don't have true awareness. That's not an epiphany. That's not coming to something and, and understanding what it truly is. You're staying blind. You're staying isolated, quarantined. Don't buy into the hype of society. The devil will tell you one thing, God will tell you another. And this is truth. Christ is coming back. Christ gives liberty. Christ gives freedom. Christ gives forgiveness. And Christ wants the church open. And he wants the church to be busy about his father's business. So let's be busy today. Starting today, politics included, politics aside, let us be busy today for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And in the next segment, in the next episode, I'll be back to reading greatest of these. And I look forward to that. And I look forward to speaking to you yet again. So may God bless you and be with you always. Be Ye Transformed, a publication by author writer Matthew Pope, is a photographic compilation based on Romans 12.2, which speaks expressly, saying, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The will went with us, as leaders of the Be Transformed youth ventured to Blow and Rock, North Carolina, for a weekend retreat in the North Carolina mountains. With prayers, Bible lessons, recreational activities, and time spent together, ten of us sought company in the presence of God and that of other believers. Complete with day-to-day -day images and descriptions of these youth events, Be Ye Transformed 2020 opened the eyes of the hearts of children unto God as Lord. Representing Mount Hope Church and the people of God, this book hopes to circumvent sin and convert sinners into saints. Be Ye Transformed, now available for purchase on Amazon Kindle. A mansion in the hills, a villa in God's country. The Biltmore House stands as regal as a castle in the Great Smoky Mountains of North Carolina. Built to excess and perfection, it will house 12 unique men who have been chosen for a role in God's kingdom. Welcome to Vanderbilt, a massive homestead where these fleeing governors will soon be called back to the ministry. From the voice of the apostle, a last supper will have their faith prevail and the nourishment will see them return in spirit, ready to preach, prepared for the gospel. Taken from the words of Psalm 45, the psalmist David writes, With gladness and rejoicing that shall be brought, they shall enter into the king's palace. Are you entering in? Has Christ appointed you to go and do in his name? The hour is here, and those convinced must yield themselves to the Holy Ghost to bring others before the throne. War with the remnant, the king's palace. Available now for purchase on Amazon Kindle. Thank you for listening with us today, and for more information, you can visit allthingsworktogether.org, or you can visit Facebook at MatthewPope28, or Instagram at MatthewPope28, and the various accounts related. We cherish and prize ourselves on delivering the truth to you and to having your support in return. And may God bless you, and until the next episode, as we dive into greatest of these, we hope that you'll be there to join us.